Hello, everybody. Welcome into another episode of What's on Eli's Mind, where we delve into the brain of a 12-year-old boy, my son, Eli, and we ponder life's questions. Life is seen through the eyes of a child. We cover all topics because, quite honestly, 12-year-old's brain is kind of all over the place. It is. It's like the oatmeal of bodily organs. Coming from an actual 12-year-old, my brain is kind of all, all over the place. Today's episode, as always, is brought to you by DSP Media, dspmediaonline.com, all of your favorite podcasts in one place, including this one, What's on Eli's Mind. Make sure you go check out the Drunk Sports Podcast and our flagship, of course, the Cowboys Blitzcast, including the Cowboys Daily Blitz where you can hear all the latest Cowboys coverage each and every morning at CowboysSI.com in association with Sports Illustrated. But, Eli, there's been another Marvel series on Disney Plus that we watched. There has. That we liked. I loved it. And we needed to talk about it. What was it? Falcon and the Winter Soldier. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So... Of course, these are characters from the Avengers movies Yeah, that they paired together to make a movie. Show. Or, sorry, a show. You thought it was a movie. I so. did. When I saw the previews, I thought it was just another Marvel Avengers movie. I was unclear. No, I think the, like the next Marvel movie is Black Widow. I think you might be right. And uh, from out on my birthday. You know, now's a good time to blow up uh, another one of our DSP media podcasts. It's called the, uh, what is it called? I don't know. It's called Colby Sapp's Mystery Shotgun, where know. he covers all Marvel and DC Cinematic Universe topics. And he informed me that this was a necessary TV show that they were trying to bridge the gap between, what was it, Endgame and then the, whatever the next one is after, because Black Widow is a, a prequel or a yeah. origin story, I guess, because, of course, she's dead. She's pretty dead. Um, I can confirm. She splatted on a rock. She looked pretty dead to me. She did look pretty dead. Mm-hmm. She looked pretty, but then she just looked pretty dead. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that this was necessary, but I tell you, you know, I didn't have the same enthusiasm going into this as I did, like Wandavision. Yeah. I just didn't. I really didn't understand Wandavision. I didn't under like before we watched it. I didn't understand what this was. Why they were pairing them together. So what was your thoughts like before going into it? What were you thinking about it? I thought it was going to be pretty good. All I knew was that Man with Metal Arm and Birdman team are going to team up. I'm really glad you don't name movies. <laughs> Man with Metal Arm and Birdman. <laughs> That's interesting. You're trying to simplify it. Is that what you would have named it? Maybe no. No, I hope not. Metal Arm and Wingman. So did you have expectations for this TV show going into it? No. So you really didn't know what you were going to think? I mean, I thought it was going to be good, and I thought right. I thought less than right. I thought more than right. Because I had terrible expectations going into it, and even after the first two episodes, I wasn't completely on board. There was way too much fishing boat things going on. I I feel like that was an unnecessary plot line. I didn't mind the fishing boat. I like boats. Well, that's irrelevant to the movie, though. It's not a so, I'm sorry, the TV series. <laughs> Good Lord. It was all just a little unnecessary, the whole fishing boat plot line. But 
Um, so, but the, the action picked up a little bit. We got your, your bad guys with the red, the red hand people or whatever they're called. Flag smashers. The flag smashers. There you go. And then you have the good guys. Yeah. I'm pretty, pretty sure there's a character in the comics called flag smasher. There probably is. I would know nothing about that. One person instead of a whole group. Right. Yeah. But then when uh, the new Captain America, John Walker, whose character is a complete douchebag, was not on board with, with his character at all. He's I don't like looking at his face. I guess that's more the actor than the character. But I don't yeah. like what's his... Because he's uh, Kurt Russell's son, I believe. I don't know who that is. He's an old Disney actor from the 70s. That yeah. He was in... Uh, he, was, he played Star-Lord's dad in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. That's the John Walker guy's dad. Cool. For those of you who didn't know that. It's um, a family tradition now to act in Marvel and, things. In Disney movies especially yeah. too. Um, so, you know, I just I, I thought the I thought the plot line picked up a little bit. It it became exciting. I kind of found myself pulling for the bad guys though from time to time. Cause that one girl with the that one Irish or Scottish girl, whatever she is, the head flag smasher girl. She was kind of cute. Pretty, liked, sure, pretty sure she was British. I liked her. Oh, was she? Yeah. Oh, Good day, mate. I don't think that's it. Oh, that's not British. My bad. My apologies. My bad to New Zealanders everywhere. <laughs> so then when, when it's all said and done, what was your synopsis of the movie what did, or TV show? After eight eight episodes or was it six? Six. Six episodes. What did you think? Birdman looked cool in the end. Because? He was Captain America now. He became Blackton America or or Captain Black America. I don't know which one they're going to call him. I'm going to call him Captain Bird. I don't think that's his name either. American Bird. That's not even a character. Bird of America. So who was, was he your favorite character in the TV show then? No. Who was your favorite character? Man with metal arm. Who is? Bucky. Okay, Bucky Brewster. No. Oh. Punky Brewster? No. Oh. Bucky. Bucky Barnes. Bucky of Star Command? Oh, Bucky Barnes. That is his name, right? Yeah. So he was your, why was he your favorite? Because he has a cool metal arm. And you go, well, pow. Well, Black Birdman can fly. Yeah. but That's cooler than a metal arm. Metal arm man is awesome. All right. Well, you're allowed to your opinion, even if it's wrong. He didn't have cool goggles like Birdman had. I liked when he ripped his sleeve off in, like, the second episode. And then, like, in one of the last episodes, the guy was like, hey, you got your sleeve back. Remember when that one flag smasher dude pulled his arm off? That wasn't a flag smasher. Oh, uh, who was it? It was, a, it was a Wakandan. Oh, yeah, it was yeah. one of those chicks. That's right, yeah. when they were fighting with that, that was Captain really cool Nemo or whatever his name it. is. Uh-huh. And he was like, hey, did you know it could do that? And he was like, nope. That had to be painful, right? It just like yeah. fell off. Well, I doubt. I'm pretty. Sure, I doubt it did. You probably just. I didn't feel it. Yeah. Here, let me pull your arm off. See if you feel it. Okay. No, it's not. I don't need blood on my carpet. Nope. So, but but you liked it, I guess. The next Disney Plus Marvel TV series that is coming out is Loki. Oh yeah. Where they're starting to branch off all of the the multiverses yeah. because of Loki and his uh, time stone or whatever it was. I really hope they don't they don't they don't start doing like 
multiverse movies that just take place in a different thing. Well, you know they will. That's the whole yeah. point of all of this. But, like, I, I just really hope they don't. Because that's just going to be really confusing for my brain. My tiny little brain. Well, it's already confusing for me, and they're only in one universe right now. And I, I still can't keep up. I'm fine. I like one universe. This makes me feel safe and cozy. All right. Well, that's good. So, grade it A, B, C, D, or F for the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. What is A the best? A, do you go to school? They don't do A's. A, B, C, D, or F. They, they give us a number. A grade. is the best. F is failing. Okay. A plus plus. Wow. So, you liked it that much? There were yeah. no, no, no issues or no, there was nothing in the series that you did not like? Yeah. Well, good. That's amazeballs. Um, so next topic that you had for today, mm-hmm. where we're going to talk about what's in Eli's kitchen. Yep. All right. Uh, Cause coming up after what's in Eli's kitchen, we've got moving talk because the family had to move and change houses yeah. we down. We downsized, which was necessary. We're in a new studio. We're in a new studio, studio ham. But, uh, before we get into that, which everyone hates moving. Everyone will be able to relate to this. You wanted to talk about what's in Eli's kitchen. This is a new segment that we are going to debut right now. And it's pretty much about whatever Eli is. Because for those of you that don't know, Eli uh, is somewhat of a chef wannabe. You're very interested in cooking and learning how to cook. Mm -hmm. So the things that you're interested in that week... Or that time frame, we're going to talk about on the show. So this is the debut edition of What's in Eli's Kitchen. Thank you, studio audience. Thank you very much. Please settle down. Thank you. So Eli, you you uh, brought to my attention a certain hamburger that you wanted to try to make. So, hear me out. All right. Put a bun on the bottom. Some meat. Hamburger patty? Hamburger patty. Not just any meat. Yeah. Don't put turkey on your burger. Turkey That's is disgusting. The, turkey is awful. Turkey is disgusting. And then cheese. Like, just make a normal burger. Okay. But but before you put ketchup in the top one on it. Nobody puts ketchup on a hamburger. I do. It's a terrible idea. Terrible idea. I was. Okay. Continue. <laughs> um, You put mac and cheese instead. On the burger? Yeah. And you think this would be good? Yes. So you brought this to my attention, and I you wanted to put some mac and cheese on your burger. I did. <clears throat> but excuse me. But you all we have in the house at the time was the like fake Kroger brand Kraft macaroni and cheese. Yeah. And I feel like if you're going to make a macaroni and cheese burger, I'm not totally against it. But I really mm-hmm. feel like you need to have actual homemade... Cheesy, cheesy macaroni and cheese. Okay. Not fake macaroni and cheese. Okay. And we've made that a couple times yeah. together. So what we will do is we will make a a home a pan of homemade macaroni and cheese with all the good cheeses. Yep. The sharp cheddar, the mild cheddar, the Colby Jack, the mozzarella, the brie, the smoked gouda. I thought there was just like Swiss cheese and American no, cheese. No, we don't, you lot. don't put Swiss cheese and American cheese in macaroni and cheese. That's disgusting. Okay. American cheese isn't even real cheese, by the I way. I thought there was just like, and then there's just cheese cheese. No. 
There are hundreds of different types of cheeses, okay. and I like them all. So we will make a blue cheese. There is blue cheese. What about green cheese? In Rogaford, there's green cheese. It's called moldy cheese. It's bad for you. Oh, God. So we will make a pan of the macaroni and cheese, and then we will make the burgers that you requested. We may even take some pictures for the Twitter account. By the way, you can follow us on Twitter. What's the Twitter handle? At what's on Eli's mind. At what's on Eli's mind on the Twitter. Please follow along and... We will post all the pictures of us, and we will post the pictures of the food from What's in Eli's Kitchen um, as those various episodes, segments come out in each episode. So yeah. if you have a suggestion for us, we would love to hear yeah. from you on Twitter at What's on Eli's Mind. Just use the hashtag What's in Eli's Kitchen, yeah. and we will bring that up on the air the next time we broadcast, and then we will review that and then we may make it in the kitchen and feature it on a show maybe and take some pictures and and put it out there on social media you never know cooking is a sport as my good friend chris arnold always says i don't know who that is you've met him um so that's what's in eli's kitchen yep so now take off your aprons and chef hats (laughs) we're leaving the kitchen and go go wash them now departing uh, let's go sit on the couch yep. in front of the TV. Let's kick mm-hmm. our feet up, and let's talk about moving. Yeah. So you, the last time we moved was three years ago mm-hmm. from a home that... We all loved. We were in for seven years. Everyone loved it. You were little when we moved in yeah. there. So you don't remember moving into that house. Do you have any memory of moving into our last house? Yes. I hated because it, you were, and it was awful. You were nine. Yeah. Eight or nine. Yeah. Well, I'm 12 now. But y'all didn't really do anything because you were so young. I didn't make you do anything. I carried so much clothes on hangers. I was like this. Well, good. You well, did, that's more than you did this time. For our listeners, I'm spreading my arms out really wide. Yes. Like really wide. Very wide from, from fingertip to fingertip, his entire wingspan there. Yeah. So, we, so we've lived in this house for three years. It was f- almost 4,000 square feet. Two stories. All the kids' rooms were upstairs for the most part until we moved Eli down to the study. Yep. I hate stairs. My knees are not made for stairs anymore. You never went up there. I am 50, and I, my 50. knees I have the knees of a probably a 90-year-old man. People m- might start mistaking me for your grandchild. I have one knee that has zero connective tissue in it. I have bone on bone, and I have another knee that's oh, been God. reconstructed twice. So, no, my knees are not my friend's. They hate you. Stairs are not my friends. Stairs hate you. So when we decided to downsize, we're one less kid now. She's moved out, gone on to bigger and better things. Uh, We didn't need the space anymore. So we went from almost 4,000 square feet to a house that's about 1,964 square feet. So half the size. Nice and cozy. I love it. It's one story. Mm -hmm. It's much more compact. It's much smaller. I can literally go from my bedroom Make uh, leave my bedroom, make one left turn, and then there's all three of the little boys' rooms, and then Zach, the oldest boy, is down by the front door in the new existing study. But literally, uh, no kid is farther than about 20 steps away from me, from my room, and it's glorious. It's so great. I believe we have a snoring dog in the studio. 
We do. Um, so, yes, it was great to downsize. However, the problem is when you try to cram 4,000 square feet worth of furniture into a house that's 1,964 square feet. Doesn't end well. It doesn't fit. Yeah. And I knew this going into it because I'm a seasoned old veteran um, when it comes to moving. And I told the boys literally months ago in anticipation of the move, everybody go through your rooms, go through your dressers, take everything out that you don't want, all of your old toys, just put them in trash bags, and let's throw them away so we don't have to move them. They didn't listen. And I thought my instructions were very clear. I listened. You did nothing of the sort. I went through my dresser. Well, you might have gone through your dresser, but you didn't get rid of anything. Nope. Nope. I got rid of stuff on moving. And all of the stuff that was upstairs in your old bedroom that was Parker's room now, you'd go, you didn't go through any of that. No. And I told you to several yeah. times. So what you have now, ladies and gentlemen, listeners, boys and girls, is something unprecedented on these airwaves, is I'm going to ground Eli live on the air. He is grounded for a week for not minding me before we moved. That was like a month ago. Yep, and I was waiting till we did a show to ground you. We did like two shows. So he's grounded from the computer. He's grounded from his phone. He's grounded from... Literally anything and everything that he thinks he loves. So, yes, that, that is live on the air. And I don't know if it gets more embarrassing than that. So, um, but in the end, he actually did help moving a few things. He was a much bigger help than he was the first time I was three years great. ago. Except for he did not follow directions in I downsizing did. instructions. So, Eli, what's the, your favorite thing about the new house? Tiny. You have to speak up. This is radio. It's tiny. It's not tiny. Nineteen hundred square feet is not tiny. It's littler. Smaller. Smaller. More compact. Yeah. I like that too. Why do you like it? Because you loved the stairs and going upstairs. I hated that. that was, well, you love that was, that was all y'all's idea when we first moved. Oh, we gotta have stairs. We were little. Y'all were dumb. By the way, for the other parents in the audience, if you haven't realized this by now. Kids are the worst. They are. I can agree on that. And I am a child. There's so much the worst. Um, so, yes, we have some horror stories. I had to rent, and we really didn't have a lot of help. I had to rent a U-Haul truck, a little 15-foot jobber, because stupid me thought that we had downsized enough that I could make it in one day with one 15-foot truck, U-Haul truck, making just three or four trips. It took us like three days, it not took even, us like a week. A month a to month? move. That was the weekend of April 1st. We literally we just did. finished and brought over the very last load of things yesterday. We did. And we were finally out of the house. My poor landlord has been like, are you out yet? Are you out yet? I got to fix all the stuff that your kids broke in the house. We are out. And now we are out. Officially, so so happy. Yeah, so thanks to y'all, it took us a month to move. You're welcome. I mean, I, I took have. some time off in between days and you stuff. You did. That was me. You took a long. I took time a nap. Off. I took yeah. a total nap. So uh, snuggled with Tola. Are you happy that we're out? Yeah. And we're not putting you in school because we're so close to the end of the school. We're going to keep you in homeschool throughout mm-hmm. the end of the year. But then next year you'll have a new school to go to, a new middle school in Frisco. I've never been the new kid. No, you really haven't, have you? Yeah, no. I mean, except for everybody else that was new when you first started school. Well, that doesn't count. No, I know. 
And then uh, next year you will have a new high school. We'll be going to Lone Star if we're still in this house. Next year. The year after next, yeah. after eighth grade. God, I will be going to high school. If you survive. I'm so old. If you're not grounded. I'm I'm so old. So that's that's our moving story. It was terrible. It was Everyone miserable. It, it was expensive. I could have hired movers probably to do it cheaper than having to rent a U-Haul truck for three, three days. Thankfully, our new home is only about four miles from our old house, so mm-hmm. I didn't have a lot of mileage on the U-Haul truck. It was mainly just the daily rental. A package got delivered to the old house today. Yeah, Zach ordered a uh, something for his computer and failed to change the address on his Amazon account. So thankfully, they take a picture of the package, and he recognized it as our old front porch. Because there's that one pillar there. Yeah, so... We really do not have a port, front we porch. Ha- we anymore. don't have a front porch right now. We I think it, they extended that into the backyard. Probably we so. Have a big thing. So uh, we had to jet over there in the, in the family private jet. Yep, and uh, pick up his package, so that's that's bad. Oh, and another horror story of the move. I haven't got. I've gotten mail for two days in almost a month. I turned in a change of address for me and for our company because mm-hmm. you got to move both. You got to move separate. And for some reason, the post office didn't like what I had submitted online and paid my dollar fifty. And they were leaving me stuff in the mailbox that I didn't understand. That I was supposed to be filling it out and leaving it for yeah. the next day. And I didn't know that. There were, I've never had to do that before when I moved, ever. I've never done that. There was no explanation given on the little piece of paper. It didn't have instructions on it. So you've been throwing it away? Yep. And I finally called the post office, and they said, oh, well, you have to fill out this little thing for the carrier and blah, blah, blah. So I've never had to do that before, and I've moved a 1,000 times in my 50 years. And they're like, well, this is just something our specific post office does. That's just dumb. And I'm like, well, y'all need to, like, maybe call me and tell me and give me instructions for people that have never seen this before. So finally got that resolved. We're finally getting mail. And uh, now we're just uh, trying to get my garage back. Got to move things around, get that Mm -hmm. settled down. We're still trying to get the boys' rooms. And now we decided two of the boys are going to change rooms. And now we've got to swap those after a month. And uh, it's just, it's still, it goes on and on and on. It never ends, but. uh, Nope, every every day. Anyway, Eli, is there anything else you'd like to talk to everybody about today while we got this thing going? Maybe. (coughs) I heard that. Okay, what is that? Hmm. All right, that's going to be a no. (laughs) Clearly, there's nothing else. You didn't talk about anything you won the nfl drafts are going yeah on. the nfl draft is tonight and uh the cowboys picked micah parsons at number 12 and i'm not a happy camper although i did have micah parsons uh in the top five of my non-quarterback position players uh for both offense and defense um i did not think that 12 was a good spot for him because Rashawn slater the offensive lineman out of northwestern was clearly the better choice he's graded higher by pretty much every NFL team. He's graded higher on my board. He was available, and he actually went to the Chargers the very next pick. Micah Parsons is not an NFL-ready linebacker, but he's got a huge upside. And the Cowboys, especially with the retirement of Sean Lee and especially with Leighton Vander Esch's injury history and the fact that Jalen Smith just flat-out can't play linebacker. Yeah, you needed a linebacker, but you never draft a linebacker that high in the draft. You don't do it. Just like you're not supposed to draft a running back that high. I know the Cowboys got Zeke number four in 2016, but you just don't do that. It's not a good idea. So Okay, okay. slow down. Oh, this I'm is my pissed. podcast. I'm so pissed. 
Hey, language. This is my podcast. I'm so beepsed. This is my podcast. All right. Well, let's wrap up your podcast then since we're out of content. We're 24 minutes in. All right. Uh, We want to thank everybody for uh, tuning in on this one on Facebook, on Twitter. You can go to DSP Media Online to find the uh, recorded version of this podcast and any previous episodes. Yep. We would love to hear from you on Twitter at, uh, what is it, at What's on Eli's Mind on Twitter. Uh-huh. And uh, please give us a follow. Give us a shout out there. Let us know you're following us. Let us know what you're listening to and what you like about this show. We certainly appreciate it. No, don't tell us what you don't like. That'll hurt my feelings. Yeah, don't hurt Eli's feelings. He cries a lot. I'll be sad. He cries a lot. I Maybe that not. needs to be a topic. Why do you cry so much, Eli? Uh, why does Parker cry so much? Well, listen, Parker doesn't have a podcast. You do. Not yet. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on What's on Eli's Mind. Goodbye.